Welcome, Wastelanders. It's that time again. This is episode 34 of the Fallout Feed. You can find us at Gmail, thefalloutfeed at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, at the Fallout Feed. You can find us on Twitch, ASA Podcasting. On the web, asapodcasting.com. And be sure to check in with us on our Facebook group, A Skyrim Attic Podcast and the Fallout Feed. Tonight I have with me Casey again. Welcome back, Casey. Oh, thanks. Good to be here. Someone's got their YouTube on. That would be me. Just mute it. Yeah, yeah it did. Woo! My bad. No, no. I've done that tons of times. <laughs> yeah, uh, so welcome, Casey. Hello. And we've also got Victor with us tonight. Hey, Victor. Howdy, howdy. How are you? Pretty good. And the ever-wonderful Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm glad to have Casey back on the show again. Yeah. It's awesome, awesome for you to hop back on, Casey. Yeah, it was fun last time. And Victor, hello. How are you doing tonight? Hey, Andrew. I'm good. Awesome. It's always nice to know we don't scare off people. <laughs> all right. So first of all, I want to give a shout out to um, at Ben Yanok because he let us know about a potentially problematic uh, <laughs> a podcast upload. For him, it read, gosh, I want to say like 140 some hours. Let me look at his feed real quick. Oh, my gosh. It read 149 <laughs> hours and eight minutes. That's for, a few days, yeah. Yeah, and I, I assured him we, we are not uh, complex or energetic enough to go that long. <laughs> yeah, that'd be an epic podcast. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yes. that's one word for it. Oh, goodness. So that's thank only you six again. days, guys. <laughs> yeah. So thank you again, Ben. Um, I also want to let everyone know that I am working on a tiny little video of my time at Colossal Con and all the amazing cosplays I saw. I have, I'm not setting any date as for when that will be out. Otherwise, I will not get it out on time. Can you give and, us the, uh, the, like the elevator, uh, elevator pitch or whatever what, oh, yeah. what Colossal Con is? Okay, so Colossal Con is located up in uh, Sandusky, Ohio, at this wonderful place uh, called the Kalahari, which is super expensive. Only super rich people go there or people who just cram everyone into a room. Colossal Con gets you some great discounted rates. It's got an indoor-outdoor water park and a little Ooh. zoo area. Nice. Guys, wow. this year I got to hand-feed lemurs. Wow. It was so This cool. year, so you've been before. Yeah, it's for me it's like my vacation of the year because it it feels like I'm away on vacation. Like there's a water park that I spend a lot of time at and um I just I don't have to go anywhere. There are restaurants in the resort and like I said there's a little zoo area. There's just plenty to do and the beds feel amazing. They're just so soft <laughs> yet supportive. <laughs> Um, Colossal Con itself is kind of young for a convention. I think it's been around maybe 10 years, uh, probably more. Um, and it's mostly anime and some video games, occasionally comics, but it's, uh, it's pretty, it, really well organized in my opinion. But the thing is, it's getting super big, like the rooms sold out pretty quickly this year and they will sell out even more quickly next year. And I could go on and on about that, but we will get to more important things this year. Unfortunately, there was no panel for, um, 
Fallout 4, but there was a photo shoot with some amazing people and some amazing cosplays. There was one guy who actually had a power suit. Oh, oh that's wow. cool. <laughs> I asked him, how long did that take you? And he goes, oh, two to three. And I said, two to three what? Years. Years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. Was it uh, fashioned out of, like, foam rubber panels or something? Or I think so. I didn't dare touch it. Couldn't, it couldn't be metal, right? Gosh. <laughs> no, it was not metal. But he did get hot in it regardless. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to so, steam up. Jeez. No, I saw a couple of your pictures, and it... There were some amazing cosplays. You know, of course, there were like 15 different um, Lone Wonders or Soul yeah. Survivors, whichever. Uh-huh. Uh, like lots of vault suits running around. I saw like six people in one picture, everyone wearing the 111 <laughs> on the back, of course. Yeah. It was very fun. Yeah, there was a couple who were like from Fallout 3 or Fallout 1. or it, it oh, Those was... are the real fans. Yeah. Right All the way back to Fallout 1. Yeah, and I I mean, these people were really receptive to getting interviewed. So I just want to say right now, thank you, everyone. Thank you again. That was oh, the most... You did actual interviews and stuff. I did actual interviews. You're and awesome. And you're going to I... put a video together for the podcast. You're so... That's great. I just, I'm going to do my best. It's not going to be professional, amazing quality, but I just want everyone to see this. And I, and I want to give props to all the people who put so much effort into their costumes. There was a male Piper there. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Did he have a kid's sister with him or something? No, no. Oh man, male Piper, that's great. And there were people. Oh, sorry, come to shut up like 12 times? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. <laughs> they weren't always in character, especially when I interviewed them. They were like, oh, yeah, no, I'm a normal person, and I, you know, get the paper, and I clean out the cat litter box in my boxers in the morning kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but then as soon as I quit interviewing them, they were back in character, and it was great. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's great. So I can't wait to share that with all of you. I'm really trying to hold back right now. I just kind of want to just explode it all over the Facebook group, but I think the video will probably be a better, <laughs> awesome, <laughs> a better method. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. All right. So I actually want to kick off uh, the rest of this uh, podcast with a, a question sent in. Actually, a few questions sent in. Uh, by a faithful listener called Colin Dowdwall. So uh, Colin (laughs) (laughs) asks us, question, the first, who would win in a fight? One, a super mutant, B, a death claw, (laughs) or C, an earthquake? So what do we think, guys? Oh, Colin. (laughs) Death claw. I'm thinking death claw if the... Super mutant is unarmed. <laughs> yeah, that's if if he doesn't have a mini nuke, Deathclaw totally trumps uh, um, super mutant, right, Victor? I don't know. I've been in at least one earthquake, so I might have to choose earthquake. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. What if they all were okay? The super mutant and I, the I, Deathclaw are fighting while an earthquake is occurring. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Well, no, they, yeah. Hmm. Could could the suicider mutant kill an earthquake? Our atomic explosions. <laughs> could that stop? Many, many tom- atomic explosions. Yeah, could, could that, that stop? Stop the... tectonics. Yeah, the, <laughs> the tectonic plate movements. 
I don't know. It's possible. There's only one way to find it out. Yeah, let's, let's get some get some of those MythBusters people in here. Let's yeah, test yeah. this stuff. Get it done for we science. We can do that using the the workshop uh, DLC and this mod in oh, yeah, earthquake. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a perfect segue. Mod in earthquake and yeah. play the game Mousetrap. Uh, I know another user asked this, and it was a perfect segue in. Um, I think, was it someone on the Facebook group? Let me double check. But they were asking, and I also wanted to know, have any of you really seen some great improvement? Or how has your, it was Dennis, uh, he sent in a question via email asked and asked how the introdu introduction of mods has enhanced your play. Any changes? <laughs> What, what do you say, Casey? You you have a PS4, so you of course have been loading tons of mod. Oh wait, sorry. Oh, yeah, time. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Next, next is it next week? No, it's the closest July. I've gotten is, is seeing YouTube videos of like <laughs> the weather mods and stuff I've watched. Yeah. When, so yeah, when does some... when does PS4 actually get access to mods? I actually don't know. It's soon, but there's some issues already cropping oh, up no. because the well, the uh, um, the the size limit on PS4 is going to be initially much smaller even than the Xbox. Mm -hmm. uh, one article I read was like 900 megabytes, which seems really exceedingly low instead of the two gigs that you're getting on yeah. the Xbox. Um, but they're also saying that that's all going to change very quickly. So. Um, there are other issues with modding on on the consoles, but I won't go into technical details. But but uh, um, if it's only 900 megabytes to start, then that's not going to be a whole lot of mods. And I know they're totally very difficult to judge something like this. But would what what sort of space would you say? What kind of mods? How many or of what variety could you put on if you only had access to 900? Well, you're not going to get a lot of texture. You know, so no, no, like water and weather, right? Right. Well, maybe I don't know though. Some of the weather mods aren't aren't terribly huge. I'd have to hop out. I'm in another game right now, but um, you better uh, not be playing Witcher Three again. No, no, uh, never played it in my life. Why? Uh, um, but uh, um, you know, the, uh, some. Um, weapon textures, uh, some new weapons, uh, some of the, uh, um, uh, I don't know if the UI mods are going to be available. Uh, um, Explain UI? Uh, you know, just changing changing the UI, the UI yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. It, it, we'll, we'll have to see. I, I haven't really taken a look at what's available for Xbox either, so uh -huh. um, I don't know. Well, I can tell you I do not have a ton loaded, but I have played around a little bit, and I do have Dogmeat Plus Companion, or I'm not sure if that's exactly what it's called, but it basically lets you bring Dogmeat and another follower of the normal follower bunch. So that's been great, because in Skyrim, one of my favorite things was to have you know Vigilance and... A follower to take around mm -hmm. so that's been really fun to have a dog meet and a follower um so that just basically lets me you know load people down their their, their pack mules basically now too it's great uh i don't have a ton of other things 
loaded. Uh, I've got a campsite one that I haven't even used yet. Um, yeah, I'd be interested yeah. to know whether, how that works with or, or whether it does work with uh, um, survival. survival mode. Yeah, I mean, I have that mod too, and I, I just I've never actually crafted the, mm. the sleeping bag to use it. Uh, um, so I don't know. I mean, I know the the mod author from all of his awesome Skyrim mods, but but. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and he's the same guy who did. Well, there's, I mean, another example of, of I think, mods that are available. Another one of his, which is the uh, um, Backyard Bomb Shelter, I think it's called, or something like that, where you can build your own little uh, bomb shelter in a couple of the settlements. Oh, nice, that's fun. Yeah. I saw one where you can build your own vault. I thought that sounded pretty cool, too. Yeah, and now Bethesda's It's only in four out. specific locations, I think. But... Right, and now Bethesda's bringing out the same, basically the same thing. So, oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did the did Bethesda approve those mods, uh, and then they just went ahead and, uh, or did they approve that mod knowing that they were gonna bring out this DLC, or was oh, the approval sure. process and not a part of it? I don't think they care one way or the other. They they'll yeah. approve any. You know, they're, they're that's uh, the mod approval process has been sort of going through some changes lately because of all the hysteria. <laughs> What's that? That's a drama. Yeah, big time. Um, so I think they've uh, instituted some some new policies. I don't know what they are. Does anybody else? Uh, um, Zero clue. Yeah, I, I did so. pull up my load order here, and my first and biggest mod is the unofficial Fallout 4 patch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor, briefly, just explain to me again. The uh, purpose of the uh, the unofficial Fallout 4 patch? Well, in Skyrim, the unofficial patches um, f- just fix little annoying vanilla details. Um, some of them can affect uh, the stability of mods. Um, so they are just some some small balance details. I don't know exactly what what the unofficial patch for uh, Fallout does, but but it's, it's it's by the same guy that that does the ones for Skyrim, Arthmore, who's a huge prolific mod author, and so um, I would trust anything he does. So. Um. And and you were explaining to me. I was questioning if these are things that are deemed, you know, they need to be worked on and. F- they Bethesda just kind of says no, we're 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 done now at this point. Like these things will not be fixed, so they, it fixes those kind of things. You're 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 explaining to me, right? Yeah. So there, there are things that Bethesda doesn't consider necessary to uh, for the the overall. Even, even though ever the community agrees that oh, this is something that needs work well, they, further. What, what they agree is that that it, overall it's going to make the game more stable in the long run, and that's a okay. good thing. Okay. Um, uh, number two in my load order is Everyone's Best Friend. That's the Dog Meat Plus companion. Um, the unofficial Fallout 4 patch uh, looks like it's around 680K. Uh, Everyone's Best Friend is 155K. So everything's pretty small, it looks like, at this point. Yeah, and then my... my uh, Oh, I do have a couple more loaded, but that's just more cages, which adds all of the kind of weird creatures in the game that aren't necessarily things that you meet on a common basis. Like it adds the gorilla cage, it adds the alien cage, so you can you can capture the alien from the spaceship crash. You can capture the gorillas 
you can capture the the <laughs> there's a little boy trap so i guess you can <laughs> capture um uh sean jr or you know not i don't know junior, but sounds... when he's when he's a little boy you know what i mean <laughs> that uh, sounds a little too creepy and, yeah very but creepy. i yes, want a bunch of little boys with gorillas boys and i don't know just <laughs> and kitty cats there's a cat cage stuff like that and then there's the next one i have which i have not started to play with yet is the far harbor creature cages so it has all of the animals on far harbor too oh and the more cages there's also large creatures so you can catch like a behemoth and and stuff like that and have I them mean, running around your property for, for me one <laughs> of the the mods that i the, the mods that i seem to use to get the most use out of uh, I mean, I have lots of mods in my load orders, but the ones that I get the most use out of are the ones that are related to settlements. Um, and so, for instance, there's one called Spring Cleaning, and I don't know if that's oh, available yes. on the on the consoles yet or whether it ever will be. So, but basically, well, it just so. it wow. opens up a lot of uh, a lot more stuff that you can, you know, process. Uh, and clean up all the yeah. all the litter and all the yeah. crap on. You know, um, I don't want to sound like a, a broken record here, but there's someone in our group who always keeps saying, "Well, if you can pick up so many damn brooms in the game, why can't you use one?" Yeah. I think that's me. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's quite it's a very good question. It's a great question, Karen. Yeah. Well, I think um, other people have said it too, but I, I've also said the same thing. I'm like, I don't, I just don't understand. There are brooms, yes, there are brooms, yes. there are buckets, and shovels, and, and yeah. yeah, and hammers and things. So yeah, anyway, mm -hmm. I, I I agree 100. Um, percent The uh, the last mod in my load order, which I have not used as of yet, is called Conquest. And it's a build a new settlement. So it's not a camping Ooh. one like I thought it was. It's a build a settlement anywhere you want. So it's added a whole new settlement to the game? Uh, you can evidently plan out. You, you can evidently plan out where you want it, I think. Wow. And just build a settlement someplace you like. I think, granted, I have not played with it yet, so I do not know. But from the description, that's what it sounds like. That's cool. I like the one that Dennis was using uh, on one of his... Um, Twitch feeds the the one that you don't remember his name offhand, do you? His Twitch feed. Uh, Nisaya seventy three. Um, Nisaya seventy three. Nisaya two e's. Oh. Um, and uh, it's it's something. It's a it's a sort of a, a fast travel alternative um, mod. So you it it puts these manhole covers at various places on the roads, and you can. Uh, sorry, I got shut off. Are you beeping? Uh, and uh, um, once you find them, you can use them to fast travel to other manhole covers. Um, manhole covers. Yeah, well, you know, like on the street, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's great. So it's yeah, it's it's very much like a, a mod in Skyrim called Better Fast Travel, which adds a lot more carriages to the game, so, mm. so you can sort of do a lore-friendly. I would uh, like. Fast you see some motorcycles yeah, the, in this game. I would like to like, someone mod a, a fast travel motorcycle, like yeah. horse style of thing. That'd be great. Yeah. Or a or bicycle, maybe. at least. Something, you know. A bicycle. <laughs> okay, I'm just I mean, picturing... a motorcycle, or well, at least gasoline ones, you'd probably have to convert over to nuclear yeah. Yeah. power. 
I'm just picturing someone in power armor hopping on a bicycle and like ringing the little bell. <laughs> <laughs> Delivering newspapers, throwing, throwing the, the Boston Daily Bugle or whatever. Little streams on the handlebar. <laughs> Based on the uh, teaser pictures, it did look like they showed a lot of people riding on the motorcycles in different pictures. Oh, really? I guess they never added it in, but they kind of yeah. made it seem like that. Well, I don't they, understand. They do have what? another batch coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure there'll be any of those, but I, I don't understand oh, that design decision on Bethesda's part to have no uh, alternate Force, means yeah. of transport. Well, the Vertibird, but that's ah, not really the yeah, same. It sucks. Yeah. Sorry. It does suck. <laughs> it's fun for a while, but it's kind of stupid after a while, and, and it only really follows if you follow down one, uh, one storyline. Yeah. Ooh, cool yeah. mod. Um, when you can tame animals, like with the Wasteland Whisperer Charisma perk, you yeah, can then you can then build a saddle death. and ride a death. <laughs> Absolutely, or or a Brahmin even. I mean, for a Brahmin uh, exactly, a Brahmin yeah. or one of the Rad Stags. You know, yeah, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> okay, now someone in power armor on top of a death claw. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. <laughs> yes, yeah. with the mini Who knows modders. With yeah, the with the minigun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, that would definitely uh, beat an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's your answer, Colin. Thank you yeah. for writing in. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We appreciate your, your listening in and your support. <laughs> um, Dennis also asked us if the introduction of the enhanced Skyrim will pull you off of Fallout 4. Was well, there a I, price uh, announced yet? I think it's twenty bucks for console. Or no, no, pardon me, that's 20. not true. It's a full price for consoles, and free for PCs. And it's not going to be the thing where I can have my old three hundred and sixty disc and upgrade it for free or whatever. No, I have to purchase the game all new again. Yeah. Well, actually, I was thinking about this the other day, guys, and um, Skyrim. I bought the game originally for $20 at my used game store, and I played it for over 1,500 hours. <laughs> so I think I got my money's worth, and I, I shouldn't feel too bad about giving them another $60 for... Hell yeah. Even if you only played game. 100 hours, you still got your money's worth. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I don't... I think it's... Uh, people will complain, but tough. Well, it also drew me in to meet all of you people as well. <laughs> Without that game, I, I wouldn't be doing this right now. So Yeah. And there's no multiplayer part, so it's kind of timeless. So I might get it, but I would might wait like a year or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it'll go on sale um, fairly soon mm. uh, after, the, after the release. Plus, I never played the DLC, so if it includes the whole package, I'll probably yes. definitely buy it. Well, from what I've read, the legendary edition just yeah. revamped right? or yeah. spruced. Are, will they be adding any locations or many quests or anything else? Do you know, Victor? I seriously doubt it. I mean, the, yeah. the, the modding community is so huge for Skyrim, they don't really have to. Yeah, cool. Um, and all the mods, you just posted an article the other day in our Facebook group. Everyone join our Facebook group. Um saying that most of the mods the old school mods will will transfer with wolf without any issue uh yes and no but yes anyway, and no we don't have to get that, into that on the follow-up feed but, but yeah there are several every mod question is yes and no yes yeah and no. Yes and no. 
This is why I play vanilla. No, I mean, I could address it briefly if you want, because it, some of it does apply to Fallout as well. Um, but uh, Sure, it, elevator. It, well, yeah. it, has to, it has to do with the script extenders, um, and there are workarounds. There's a, there's a, uh, the script extenders help mods uh, use, you know, work with the game uh, outside of the game's original framework, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, and in Skyrim, that means things like the, the mod configuration menu and Sky UI and all of st- stuff like that. And in Fallout, it, 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 it's... Uh, so the modders have found ways around that because you can't you can't load the script extender on a console because it's it's an external application it doesn't exist within the uh, the game like the mods do um, whereas you know on the PC you load it into your Skyrim or Fallout directories so if if you can't do that then you got to find a workaround and in uh, Fallout you have the Pip Boy, and so the modders have started using holotapes. So if you need ah. to have an interface that's outside of the the, the original game interface, uh, you pop in a holotape, and it gives you the interface to adjust the mod. But that's there's cool. no framework that's for that nice. in Skyrim. So so th- there's some issues that need to be couriers. Done. I don't know. <laughs> so that's, that's all. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they'll figure something out. Yeah. Well, uh, we also heard from Lee Benjamin. Thanks for li- writing in, Lee. Lee says, amazing. Greetings. I have uh, really enjoyed listening to the Fallout feed. I look on the website, and I didn't find any information on how you go about generating the random characters, attributes, or factions, etc., to start a character. Is this available somewhere? Thanks again for the great podcast. Take care, Lee. And I wrote back to Lee, and I said... Um, we do that for the roundtable, and we do not publish it because you have to have a random number generator, which will total every time 28, not hit over or under. And we have a nice, cool random generator for all of our stats, a, a spreadsheet, but we don't know how to make the number stop and always add up to 28. <laughs> So we do some minor adjusting of all of our characters before we pass them out. So if anyone is interested in random stats just to do whatever kind of character you want to do, go ahead and uh, send us a request, and we'll help you out. Um, but the uh, the new roundtable season will be starting in July, so if you'd like to do a play along with that, we are all starting a new batch of characters, so it's a good time to hop on, everyone. Falloutroundtable at gmail.com for more information. And uh, thanks for writing in, Lee. He says, uh, oh, actually, he wrote back because I I told him that basic information. He says, sure, I'd like a character. I'd be willing to try to say something about it. I assume a voicemail or short recording would be sufficient. Uh, Will be interesting to to start in an unfamiliar place. And I have two things to say about that there. Yes, a uh, voicemail or a voice memo just on your phone is perfectly fine. Email it into us and we will put it on the show. And um, start at an unfamiliar place. Do you mean actual location as in a mod, as an alternate start thing? Because I'm interested in that too. Or do you mean start with an unfamiliar place with your character build? I bet you you mean the character build. But I'm also interested in that mod. Does yeah, it, it exist yet? Mod ideas. God, I just need I just need to learn how to make them. 
I'm not, I'm not smart enough to do that, though. I ain't got time. I don't even stick around in the character build area all that long. I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, no, right. neither do yeah, I. I pick one right. of the pre-made ones, generally. I alter yeah. it a little bit, but I'm not getting into all that. I pick a hair color, and then I get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Casey wins. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some of this DLC, though, oh. um, because actually... Juan asked us if we are looking forward to becoming Raiders, and that clued me into something about one of the new DLCs that I did not realize. I don't. Do, do we know which uh, DLC he's talking about? Because yeah, it's the, um, the Carnival World. one, the the theme park one. Ah, yeah, because uh, yeah, that, that's World. a yes, new faction. Victor, Victor's right. Yeah, uh, you can. It's rumored, and I'm fairly sure it's been confirmed that um, you will be able to after. Probably, you know, doing a ton of quests and stuff, become the leader of a band of raiders. And so I think you can go marauding around the countryside, um, oh, stealing and, and going up against settlements and basically being the anti-Minutemen, I believe, is kind of what they're going for. Yeah. <laughs> you would have to become a raider, otherwise you would just go there and everyone would shoot at you right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but um, I'm really excited about the theme park aspect of it. I hope you can like ride roller coasters and throw balls at the little fuzzy clown faces and get a gold an irradiated goldfish from dropping a ping pong ball in the the little jar and stuff. That'd be great. Yeah, you can make decorations for your settlement. Oh yes. Yeah. And and finally, guys, I've been bitching about it for months. We're we're getting armor displays. We're getting uh, clothing and weapon gun racks. We're getting we're getting all that stuff is coming. Dun, da, da, da. Oh, finally! That's, that's, that's from the about. second one. What's that one called? I don't even remember. It might just be called Contra- Vault Tech Workshop or something. Yeah, there's contraptions. The... No, not contraptions. Uh, contraptions is the first one. Are there two contraption ones coming up? I I think there's no. only one. Only one, one contraptions. Vault Tech Workshop. Yeah. yeah. Contraptions, Vault Tech Workshop, and Nuka World. Nuka World, yes. Yeah, and so, you in in Vault Tech, you get to build your own vault. I mean, how cool is that? That'll be sweet. And I hope you can use contraptions in your new vault. <laughs> it would only make sense. I'm I'm hoping that contraptions, you can someone will walk an enemy will walk along your road and trip a wire which will cause a bucket to fall over drop water onto something which will cause a <laughs> candle to light which will light something that'll cause a boot to kick over a marble that'll go down a track that'll knock over a brick that'll hit a fan that'll blow feathers that'll make someone sneeze that'll and okay, finally yeah. killing the person on the other side of the settlement you know what i mean as they're trying to sneak around or something but it somehow perfectly times like an explosion Oh, it's gonna I be know, great. When I saw it when I first saw it on the on the, the, the the press conference there, I thought, yeah, that's good for about fifteen minutes of fun, and that's it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Drop a marble down the ramp, and we. Yeah. All right, what else is on? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I mean, the image I saw just looked in, entirely like Mousetrap, the yeah. board game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I just looked at it and I was like, I do not have time for that. And yeah. yeah, if you have ever actually played the game Mousetrap. The commercials make it look like the best game ever, and it is awesome once you get it all set up, but it takes, you know, literally 20, no, I don't know, 20, but it takes a good deal of time to set up the whole thing before you go every time, so it's just kind of like, oh, geez. 
Yeah, I'm not going to use more screws and steel and stuff building that. I need my I need my materials to build. Yeah. Like how much copper are you going to take? <laughs> well, you're going to need to you know create a, a scrounger scaver build. I think to, mm-hmm. to, to do a lot of that stuff. That's true. Which unfortunately takes takes some time and some leveling because some of those the upper level perks for of the you know of those. Yeah. Uh, you know, are like level twenty to thirty somewhere in there. So um, that's an awful lot of time spent leveling up a character just to get enough materials. It is another way to play the game, though, to kind of keep it fresh. Though, if you're going the scrapper, uh, the scavenger build, yeah, It'd be really true. fun to incorporate with like a mad scientist where you wear the lab coat and you build <laughs> contraptions and stuff. You know, that would be kind of a fun build, though. <laughs> All intelligence. Hmm. Oh man, something to think about. <laughs> that is something to think about. So we're all pretty excited about the new DLC, but I think we all have the same complaint, which is it's coming out so fast. Well, I I definitely have that complaint. I don't get nearly enough game time, in my opinion. I'm sure mm-hmm. my wife would say otherwise, but I I feel like I could always use more more game time, and I I'm having a hard time. I feel like I'm rushing through the previous DLC just to get ready for the next one that's about to release. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I felt about Automaton, uh, Automatron. Um, I will never get that name right on the first go. I just won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's my karma. Um, and and I kind of felt like I got cheated out of the experience in that way because I was like, I have to be ready for the Wasteland Workshop. Or um, that the Wasteland Workshop did come after Automatron, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and in the end, I just felt like I didn't really. Uh, explore either one all that well, which is why I am taking my sweet, sweet time with Far Harbor. Oh, man, Far Harbor. How, what are you guys thinking? Uh, Casey, you've been running around a good deal bit right now. Oh, yeah. And how's, how's Far Harbor going? Oh, man. I love it. I played through all the missions, I think, and... The, I did the like main a hard... story, too? Yeah, I did, like, a hard wow. save, and then I played through, like, the ending missions, like, several times. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's a really smart thing to do. I should I should try to remember to do that. Because <laughs> at was... the end, it gets kind of complex. There's lots of different yeah. things you can do that will yeah. affect things. Yeah, and I do want to give out this vague tip, which is things you do on the island really will affect the end. It will affect on how much sway you have one way or another, this or that, uh, and and whether or not you have certain options open to you. So I really like that aspect of Far Harbor. Uh, it, it It's kind of almost like a choose-your-own-adventure with consequences <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, and I, I like how it's pretty – it, it kind of adds a level of complexity to the whole thing. But there are some times when I have to remind myself this isn't going to last because <laughs> – it's it is just a DLC. It's not you know full game content, and I keep forgetting that because to me it's built like just regular straightforward game content rather than a DLC. So, yeah, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Casey. I was gonna say yeah. At some point you have to go back to the the mainland. I still haven't done that yet since I've been to Fire Harbor. <laughs> I've only so done what, it for what like level would you time. recommend starting it then? Uh, for Far Harbor, because these mobs hit hard. Um, I don't feel like there's a whole bunch of them in comparison to the mainland, but they will hit hard and they will hit fast. 
I think there's a higher rate of like specialized, not specialized, but the ones that are starred or above your level. Um, so yeah, I would skull say, enemies, yeah, yeah, skull enemies. So I would say, I don't know. I want to say around like 20 at the lowest is what I'd want to do. I have found a, a huge amount of, of legendary items. It oh, seems yeah. like the island is chock full of really nice, nice, uh, nice perked items. Our yeah. armor and weapon wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta say, there are some lovely views uh, from the from different perspectives of the island. But I have to say, when I'm on that boat, uh, going on missions or whatever, which I think there's only one or two, it, I get so creeped out because there's nothing but fog and water, and to me, that's just creepy. If I'm on an island and there's nothing but pea soup in front of me, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Something will be there, maybe, maybe not. But if I'm on the water, I'm like, this is just too creepy for me. I'm out. I can't do it. I can't do it. So I'm glad that so far there have not been a lot of quests out on the murky, murky water. I've I've been loving far harbor so far i have not completed the main quest at all um i don't even know how far i am into it i think that i have resolved one of the entanglements and i think i've broken the other one somehow <laughs> what do you mean broken i don't want to get into story stuff yet yeah have you gotten into the nucleus yet? Yes. And they have beef with Far Harbor. Well, everyone has beef with everyone, everyone of course. But yeah. I don't want to um, side with them, but I think it may have accidentally progressed too far into their storyline. <laughs> They're big fans of me, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so how much does this uh, affect the rest of the game? I mean... Once once you've started Far Harbor, presumably you're uh, you're not necessarily finished with the main storyline. Mm -hmm. um, does it have implications for the main? It can't, obviously, right? Because it, no, it had to rewrite, well, rewrite it, it, all. it does and it doesn't. Like for example, take Longfellow with you to the mainland, and he will have dialogue. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I just happen to have him with me, uh, and. Uh, and I forgot that I had him with me. I was like, where's Nick? Because you really do want Nick with you. You really, really want Nick with you yeah. for some he, he dialogue. Gives, he gives a couple of different monologues that are pretty pretty deep. Yeah, some surprises and whatnot. Um, and, and I feel like it really enriches the story. Um, so I urge everyone to at least in one playthrough take Nick with you. Um, but yeah, Longfellow is pretty awesome. Although I expected he would be different because at first he was all crotchety and crabby and he's like, you just don't understand. You're a wet behind the ears mainlander. And then when I'm walking with him for the very first time, he's like, oh yeah, you know what? Come to my house and just have a cold one with me. <laughs> like, well, that was a very quick turnaround, sir. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So, so they've at least been able to sort of weave it into the story uh, without having to rewrite things back on the mainland. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Uh, that that brings me to another point. Uh, we, one of us asked this question uh, last podcast, 
and it was about whether or not factions had any effect on Far Harbor, and they do. My current character is with the Brotherhood of Steel, and as soon as he found out about the Synth Refuge, he or or found the Synth Refuge, or I don't remember when it happened, but I he got a quest that was tell the Brotherhood, notify them about this Synth Refuge. Oh. And I went back to the I'm going to mess this up, Prudwin, uh, and and they were all like, oh, this is very interesting. We may need to gear up to go head out there. And so I don't know if that's going to lead to anything or not, but he did tell me to keep checking in with him about this. So I'm waiting for that to kind of come in. I haven't progressed completely through the storyline with this character. So I'm not entirely sure how that's going to wind up, but that adds another level of complexity to it, which I think is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, that is cool. There's a similar option if you're the Institute. You can use that to get an extra mission as well. Hmm. So you've been all the way through the main quest, right, Casey? Yes. So was there more than one uh, going back to the faction uh, about what's going on in Far Harbor or not? No, not really. My character was with the Minutemen, and that didn't seem to come into play at all. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. But at that point, I had already taken out the Institute. Uh, so I it, I took that into account when I was making my decisions. Mm-hmm. Pretty, I, I really wonder what would happen if you're Railroad, because it kind of seems like the whole... Okay, are the railroad against synths or not? I can never figure this out. I'm like, don't they count? Or are you just into robots in general? They're pro-synth, but anti-institute, I think. Okay. Because uh, they rescue the synths, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah that's they're, what I'm They're about freeing the synths. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if having the railroad as one of your factions, or like your main faction... I wonder how that would affect uh, the Far Harbor as well. Oh, there was something, when I agreed to do something for someone uh, regarding synths, and it was a pretty innocuous thing, Nick did not like it. And I was like, I don't understand. It's a good <laughs> deed. And he's just like, I just don't like it. <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't understand you, Nick. Yeah, some of those uh, likes and dislikes are kind of inscrutable. I'm, I'm never sure what, why one character likes or dislikes things, but um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I also wanted to let people know that there are um, there's an achievement or a trophy unlock um, if you cook one of the new Far Harbor recipes, but it's bugged for some people. Uh, so sometimes they go and they, they make a fried frog crawler or a gulper slurry, and they don't get the achievement unlocked. Um, so I there's, at this point, no fix for that unless the recent update fixed that. So that's just an easy achievement to grab. Um, but there are a lot of recipes that you have to unlock, and you get them uh, by collecting the Recipe Roundup magazine, and I found that in the reception desk in the National... Vi uh, Parks Visitor Center. <laughs> and it, it gives you some pretty awesome uh, recipes, like the Resilient Sludge cocktail. And I'm like, oh, this sounds so appetizing. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. 
Uh, and then there's another recipe that you actually get from the children of Adam. Um, and you have to talk to Zealot Ware about it, W-A-R-E, and complete a little side quest for him. So, so is, so is there? Uh, so I have not been to 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 Far Harbor yet. Um, and so, in in real life, it's based on a place called Mount Desert Island, which is where Cadillac Mountain is in Acadia National Park. I believe that's what it's based on. Is there anything like that in on in the game's version of it? Is there a mountain that you can climb or anything? Kind yes. of, sort of, yeah. Okay. I mean, it doesn't. The, it, I guess it is a mountain. Yeah. It's it's an East Coast mountain. We'll call it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, for the yeah. East Coast, it's a mountain. Well, the the oh. distinction of of the mountain on on Mount Desert Island is that it is the first spot that light hits in the morning on in the continental United States. Oh, ah, nice, neat. Yeah. Well, that explains why the view is beautiful from up there. There is no fog up there, and as far as I can tell, no radiation either. Uh, so it's a a pretty Pretty neat. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, cool. That's a pretty place. Yeah, and that is called Acadia. Acadia so... National Park, yep. Yep. No, no, Victor. What? The, the, the place she's talking about. Yes, in, in the but game. that's what it's called in real life, too. No, no, no. You don't understand. <laughs> have, uh, have you been to, um? is it called Thunder Canyon or Thunder Hole or something like that? Isn't Thunder that there? <laughs> Victor, do you know? Not in the game, no. in in real life, in, oh, near Acadia okay. National Park, isn't there some place where the the waves? I brought this up last time, where the waves hit the hit the cut into the the rock wall in a certain way, it makes a huge thunder clap. Oh, I don't know. Oh, cool. We used to vacation up around there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned on the last podcast that that when you heard the word Acadia, you kind of got chills up your spine. Oh, yes, it's like it brought back. Feelings of being seven years old in Maine again. <laughs> and they actually have, if you walk around the town of Far Harbor, they have reference to Bar Harbor. There's like old signs and menus and stuff like that laying around of lobsters wearing bibs, of course, of course. with uh, <laughs> uh, that actually say Bar Harbor and stuff like that. So it actually, man. I want to get into the lore and figure out what is actually going on because it actually used to be the the town of Bar Harbor, but it's not on an island. Right, of course, it's in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. No, that's funny though. No, I've been loving it. Um, I think you were. I just broke you up going through some of your favorite parts of the side quest, not the main quest. I was I was hoping to get into this, so. Um, if if you already went over a ton of it, then you don't have to repeat yourself. But uh, some of your favorite side parts so far, Casey, non non main story. Did you go through a bunch already? Yeah. The let's see. There's a sad one where you got to go. I think you take the mariner out to. You get on your boat and you go out to look for this light that's making ships crash. The red death. Yeah, oh. that one. That's the quest is called the Red Death. Yeah, that's the one where you you have to get in the boat and you have to get on the creepy sea with the creepy fog, <laughs> and everything is creepy. <laughs> Sounds like your favorite. <laughs> My favorite, I love it. But when I but when I got there, I didn't want to kill the creature. I wanted to take him home with me. I know. 
I really did too. I mean, no, it was if, cool. Uh, if you're, I wonder if your charisma is high enough. If you have the Wasteland Whisperer perk. I think if you have all three of the perks, you can command things. So I wonder if your level is high enough, you could uh, actually take it back with you, at least for a limited period of time. Well, I don't. You can't complete the quest unless you ah. kill. The but the quest is the slave I'm... of the boats, and all you would have to do is remove. You pick them up. Yeah, and you... remove the monster. Exactly, and it would be cool to have him walking around Far Harbor, actually. Yeah. So I took a picture of him before I killed him, but <laughs> <laughs> for, for all time's sake. <laughs> okay, He's... so the Red Death—that sounds cool. I, I like that, to check one. that out. The Mariner was just being greedy. She just didn't want people to know that it was small. <laughs> yeah. It was so cool. Oh, man. Oh, um, I kind of scavenged the teeny tiny little island that the Red Death is on, and there are a couple of, you know, neat little items, but nothing that's amazing. So if you are concerned about missing out on anything amazing on the island, there's really nothing there. So but I still need to check out the Red Death if I haven't yet. So. Yeah. I think you uh, might need to help the Mariner once or twice with other stuff before yeah. she asks you to do that. Yeah, um, that's her final quest. Old Longfellow, what's his name? Yeah, old. that's his name, Old Longfellow. Is that right? Okay. Um, he has some Ahab versus Moby Dick-esque beef with a creature on the island. Yeah, the Shipbreaker. Okay, uh, did have you talked about that relationship at all? Because I got into that before I even knew there was a backstory to it, and he started launching into it like, oh, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I knew that, oh, wait, I must have missed a piece of conversation earlier because he already launched into this thing like he has a previous relationship with this beast. So do you know what that relationship is? Uh, yeah, um, actually... Uh, I assume it's Ahab, Moby Dick, right? Kind of, but he's he's less fanatical about it. As far as I know, I haven't been able to complete the quest because I found out about the Shipbreaker, and interestingly enough, you can track it by uh, tuning your radio to a mm. certain frequency. Yeah, and... it's, it's, it's that thing where it's like a homing beacon where it yeah. gives you the percentage of how close you are. Yeah and, yeah, and so I was like, oh, it's in this area, so I'm just going to you know, go do some other quests before I get into this. And she left. <laughs> oh, so it can actually move around the map then. It moves around the map. Nice. And uh, so Longfellow's like, if you ever find her or whatever, you you come tell me because I, you know, he's like, I want to, you know, get this thing. And if it's my time to die, then there's no way I'd rather go than that that thing's claws. I was like, really? There are better ways to go. There really, <laughs> that's your choice. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. I think I missed that completely. And I just uh, I talked to him about it because it says to go talk to old Longfellow optional about the shipbreaker. So I went ahead and uh, did that before I went hunting her. And uh, I I don't know why they call it it a her, but I'm I'm like <laughs> sure let's go with that. Because um, you always have to demonize the feminine role in literature. <laughs> I'm not even thinking that deeply, man. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but I was wondering if maybe it's because of like you know you name a ship or you gender a ship as a she. 
Mm-hmm. And because she breaks ships, she's also a she. But oh. I, I don't. I. You could also be like it's a he because he breaks up the. I don't. I, I'm not even thinking that hard, man. Um. <laughs> but that's a that's a really cool little quest. Honestly, I love the side quests. Each and every one is super interesting to me. Well, just label off a couple for me to look up and go do if I haven't yet. Uh, the I feel whole... like I'm missing a bunch of the side quests for some reason. Okay, all of the almost all the side quests you can find directly in uh, Far Harbor. Just talk mm-hmm. to the mariner. Talk to the guy behind the, bartender. the bar the bartender mm-hmm. i did his quest right yeah off to uh off you, to... you recollect an old family member for someone right uncle ken yes. he's my favorite <laughs> he's kind of sassy when you get him back to the bar he's never happy and i love it <laughs> like if i knew this guy in real life i would want to punch him but because was that dennis who was having trouble with that quest yeah yeah i think it was <laughs> Hope you got it figured out there, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, I, he's right though. It's it's hard to do that quest if you have kind of a sniper build. My suggestion would actually be going into the visitor center building and going up because there is a platform actually at the front of the building and up uh, on up the stairs, and and he could probably snipe from there a little easier. Um, so that might be helpful for him. I really feel like the game does not give you enough time to lay out traps the way it tells you to go <laughs> ahead and do. Yeah. I built one of those. I finally built one of those things where it's like a bunch of jagged boards and they're on a spring. <laughs> <laughs> I've never built a trap yet. It's just, it's, it looks like it, it you know, it, it clearly looks like a trap and I'm like, there's no way someone's going to walk into this. And of course, because it's a video <laughs> game, they walk into it. Well, bam. And, but the thing is, I have no room to talk because I walk into it all the time. <laughs> you can set off your own trap? Oh, yeah, and it oh, hurts you, sucks. too. Oh, that sucks. And it hurts it hurts your companions, too. Nick has walked right into it, too. <laughs> oh, Nick, come on, buddy. You should know better. <laughs> I should know better. I'm a yeah. human being playing this game. And I'm like, oh, I think this is enough room you, to skirt around. you know around. where it is. <laughs> I know exactly where it is. I know yeah. I'm walking towards it, and yet... Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I honestly think up there... Um, up the stairs and out onto the balcony is probably going to be a better place for uh, Dennis. I think it, it, it really was Dennis. I can't remember. Mm. Um, if you're doing the more sniper build, and that's probably just going to be your best bet. Uh, otherwise, that is going to be a rough one. Hey, let me let me ask you, Casey and, and Kara here. Um, what is your opinion of the quest line structure as in comparison with the quest line structure of the different factions on the mainland are these three different quests these three different factions interweaving or crossing over each other at all or are these all just three really straightforward they are all you can do all the side quests I think without pissing anyone off but but i mean for the main quest i'm I'm asking specifically because uh i'm i'm starting to plan the <laughs> next season of the round table and we're uh-huh. going to go to far harbor and i i need to know am i going to screw people if i assign all three different factions 
that for people to join and is it just going to be too complex to do because on our first season of the round table we did just two factions because with the railroad and everything it was going to be too complex to weave everything in and out so i'm just trying to to decide what it, i didn't know you've played through all of them so i was going to ask your opinion there's options for everyone it it won't lock you out of anything. Mm-mm. It's just you'll kind of know based on who you're friendly with going over to the island. You kind of got to make the decision. Well, they um. So no matter what faction you're with, you'll be able to complete the main storyline. Yeah, you don't even have okay. to go back and report. Like it's not required or anything. I just chose to because I wanted to see what would happen. And actually, I had forgotten that I had Nick with me, and so when I tattled on the Synth Refuge, he was it was like, Nick hated that. And I was like, oh, God, I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Nick. I'm so sorry. So, so in I... your opinion, if we have a six-person roundtable, Casey, that we could have two, two, and two for the three different factions yes. to discuss each of their quests and, and manage that. I would agree. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, the more interesting interaction is between the three factions existing on the island. That's a little messier. Yeah, I did miss my robot follower though. When I, I've been playing Far Harbor for so long, I've had Nick with me forever now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can they... bring your your robots with you. You yeah. can, but yeah. but I, you I, miss I... out on a dialogue. Did you guys was... move to the island, or are you do you still have your homestead back on on the mainland? Did you set up a vacation home or anything? A sort of like a little helicopter pad to stay off in your, your little time away from home. I would say that I I've, I just live in both lands now. I am nice. born of two lands, and <laughs> <laughs> because you get you get Longfellow's place as your home uh, as a homestead, you mm-hmm. get the Dalton farm, which yes. I'm hearing some interesting things about that because I still have yet to build the fog condensers for that place and make it quote unquote habitable. Yet uh-huh. two people are already there. Ooh. And they're settling. I'm, they're brave. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> but they're like, we're not happy though. And you need to fix this. And I'm like, well, I, you moved in. What am yeah. I supposed to do? <laughs> you prematurely moved in before we built your house, dummies. Yeah, but I accidentally heard something about that, uh, and it, it seems very interesting. So I'm gonna hold my breath on that and and see, uh, update you if I get any further through that. And then there's the visitor center which you also get where, you know, you shoo Uncle Ken away from his land. And, uh, oh, you, you can use that, that as a, I forgot there's a workbench there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you can put down traps. Or workshop, and whatever it's called. Yeah. Workbench or I think, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that there are a couple more places. And in fact, when I'm going around Acadia, like I was shocked, like I could pick up this, I could pick up that. Everything was like, free and open to me. I was like, you guys realize I am wiping you out of adhesive, right? Like, I am taking all of this. Yeah. <laughs> and and there's, you know, workbenches in there. Not workbenches, but like um, armor crafting stations. Uh, and I think there's an armor uh, yeah, armor and uh, weapons and a, a chemistry lab. Oh, all sorts of um, stuff. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and there are also a lot of little side quests uh, with people within Acadia, so I highly suggest that you guys check that out too. Um, I, I found a fair amount up in uh, the nucleus, so ah. it sounds like they all have a, a good deal of 
Yeah. Fun I'm little side stuff. I'm down for anything that gives me experience points. I am I will <laughs> do whatever for that stuff. Well, I I've got my settlement sort of going up there at the farm, the Dal the Dalton farm. Um I've built a couple different structures out behind like the wreckage of the old house. Um I built a nice tower today. It's pretty fun. Um but I, I what I did was I went back to the Red Rocket, okay, and I got all of my robots. I wanted to start a robot colony, so I brought all of my robots back to um Dalton Farm and then I built the robot workbench. But I I didn't have a ton of stuff because there's no robot attacks on Far Harbor. I thought robots would still, you know, attack, but I guess they don't know how to drive a boat. They can't and swim. <laughs> they don't swim too good. Yeah, they sink uh, to the bottom like me and my power armor. So there's no random robot attack, so robot parts are very few and far between there. So I was like, well, well, there goes my robot idea. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I set up a settlement beacon and started attracting settlers, and I've got almost ten people by now, and then I've built a couple different robots with the few parts that I had. Um, but for the last like week I've been running around trying to just collect everything I can on the island and just, cause I, it seems like resources, I've got so many back at my old place that it feels like there's so little on the island. It's just because I've been collecting them for so long, you know what I mean? Uh, on, on, on my old location, but my new place at Dalton, I don't have as, as much building stuff. So I'm like getting all, come on, come on. I need all the my build. I'm I'm picking up absolutely everything. The stuff that I had stopped picking up on the mainland, you know what I mean. Just so I can have all these building materials. Uh, but then I found out after a week of playing, and I actually got a few people settlers on the location. That oh wait, you can just send these people back to the mainland. Hmm. You can set up trade routes from far harbor back to your red rocket all the way You're back on the kidding. moon i just discovered that like today or yesterday i was like are y'all god i wasted all this time I, <laughs> I had access to all of that stuff this whole time and i didn't use any of it. <laughs> what i did is i did i got the strong back perk four i think which lets you fast carry the travel. world <laughs> Let's you fast travel when you're over encumbered. Over encumbered, that's a great one to have. So wow. I just load up like a thousand pounds worth of stuff, and I brought it over to Dalton Farm. That's great. So you're living there too. Have you built a, a nice structure for yourself? I'm not big. I pretty much built a house and a like three beds. Mm -hmm. Nice. I know. Oh, I built like an armor bench and a. I need to mod the armor, so I did the armor mm -hmm. mod bench and the gun mod bench yeah. I, I also built the armor and the gun bench but not so I can mod stuff it's just because I needed before I knew you could set up the trade routes uh, I needed so much materials that I was breaking down all the armor and weapons as I was bringing them in that was like part of my little pattern as I was coming back home I just break ev absolutely everything down to get as many components out of them as I could Yeah, and then, and then go to my workbench and dump all the components in there I had to build it. I really like the marine armor you get, but it's so heavy. I had to put the ultralight mod on each piece to be able to use it. Are you talking about the wetsuit? There's a, no. there's a different the, one. There's a heavy variety. The wetsuit's oh, awesome, too. But. I still need to find that. Does anyone, can anyone tell me where to find that? If you do that stupid <laughs> mission where you're like in the video, the blue video game thing. 
Oh god. <laughs> well, um, when you're the the memories. Dima, when you're in Dima's memory yeah, bank, yeah. playing the little puzzle, the the computerized puzzle aspect. Memory For some games. reason, it tells you only the first three are mandatory, so you can stop. But if you do <laughs> mm-hmm. fifth one, it tells you where there's this set of armor. Oh, okay. Each piece is scattered like around the island. Interesting. But I went around and got all the pieces, and it's pretty cool. It like tripled my damage resistance from what I was wearing. I just picked all those up. Are, are you talking about the ones you had to dive for? Yeah. Yeah, I just picked those up today. I haven't actually put them on yet, but I will now. <laughs> well, I'm reading right now. It says the full set weighs 95 pounds. Oh, wow. So I... <laughs> But so I I, I built most of the, my carry <laughs> I built the armor mod bench so I could put the ultralight mod on each piece, which reduced mm-hmm. it drastically. Nice. Did that uh, cut into the stats too much at all, or? No, I don't think. Well, I guess I didn't look, but I don't think so. Okay, that's good to know. So that's the armor, but not the wetsuit, right? No, I got. Although I am looking forward to, I got two two wetsuits, so I'm looking forward to putting one on me and my follower. I have no wetsuits. I want the wetsuit so bad. I don't know where I got the second one. I think the first one was a mission reward. I think I bought the second one actually. Maybe I got it and I just didn't realize it and packed it away somewhere. I'm gonna have to go back through my stuff. It looks so weird. I just think it's funny that if I can put it on one of my followers and we're both wearing the same thing. (laughs) I love that. Matchy, matchy. The dream team, you know, like the Wonder Twins. I was doing that with uh, the summer short set and the trilby hat and fashionable glasses with Kate for a while. (laughs) Two ladies hitting the town. It was pretty nice. But that's all I want out of these DLCs is just more more cool armors. (laughs) (laughs) I know I, I said this before, but I want to be able to put people clothes on on animals <laughs> i want i just want to load up dog meat with you know a, a clean gray suit and fashionable glasses and a, and a nice formal hat and and be able to put ballistic weave on all of those things by the way for him because he needs that yeah it, it's really frustrating that you can't really put a lot of armor on him that that actually does anything I just want people clothes on them. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's um, I think it'd be adorable. That's two more mod ideas: adding people clothes to animals and <laughs> adding ballistic weave to everything. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the the ballistic weave to everything exists. I don't know about the people yeah, clothes on animals. Armor Smith extended. Yeah, which you told me to look for, and I looked for it. And it was gone. Remember that the other night? Yeah, well, he, if, if he was one of the ones who had a little tantrum and took his mod off the... Oh, no. You know. That's too um, bad. So, Plus, uh, those mods are uh, dependent on a lot of other supporting mods, so they might be hard to make work well on the mm, consoles. Yeah, that's too bad. Way. So, Have you guys been playing much survival mode? Yeah, I, I I basically just burned myself out on survival mode this afternoon. I just had enough. Um, I'm, You're I'm, done with it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done until you figure out what's going on with the next season of the roundtable, and I'll see what's going to going to happen. I've I've just I said that's it. I'm not playing Fallout anymore for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, um, 
survival mode, uh, we just got a, an email from listener Patrick. Thanks for writing in, Pat. Uh, he says, hey, I had a weird thing in survival mode last night. I was saving Rex and Strong from the Trinity Tower, and as usual, I got careless and got myself killed after finishing off the boss. Oh, way to go, Pat. I've done that numerous times, just being stupid and uh, shooting stuff with my explosive shotgun and accidentally killing myself. <laughs> um, but when I restarted, the game made an autosave point without a bed. Okay, that's an important point because he's on the survival mode. Without a bed, the game made an autosave point right before the boss fight. I thought I had managed to turn off survival at first somehow, but this wasn't the case. I was still in survival mode, but had an autosave. Has anybody ever had this? That's pretty interesting. I've had the opposite, where I lost saves, but I think that might have been my fault. I'm not sure. Oops. <laughs> yeah, so I had to redo boop a bit. I I don't know, because I haven't played survival mode in a in a couple weeks maybe a week or so at least but uh i did notice we did that update either yesterday or a couple days ago but whenever i've played i am getting some weird just automatic auto saves now hmm. and i'm not in granted i'm not in uh survival mode but they are way more frequent than they ever used to be so i don't know if they changed something with the update i doubt it that doesn't sound like something they would do but you never know. Uh, he also has a uh, a second part to this. Um, am I the only one who has lost a suit of X01 power armor by falling into a river that is too steep to walk out of? <laughs> I fell off a bridge in survival mode after a bad fight, and I decided I'd rather lose the armor than redo the mission. It wasn't it wasn't a full suit, so it wasn't such a terrible loss. And he has a suggestion here, new podcast feature, Have You Ever? And his suggestions would be, Have You Ever Lost a Suit of Power Armor Through Aquatic Clumsiness? Or Died Before the Bombs Fell? It can happen if you zigzag, and, if you zig instead of zag, running to the vault, I learned the hard way. And uh, Have You Ever Found Preston on the Roof of Your House? This one has probably happened to everyone. Uh, I don't know yeah. about Preston, I've definitely found Mama Murphy up on the house on the rooftop so casey you, you found preston up on the roof oh well, it might not have been preston but i've had settlers on my roof yes yeah, i think someone posted a picture of like the quest marker saying report back to preston oh. garvey and then he was standing on the on the roof and they had to go climb up that log you know that one house in sanctuary we have to climb up the log in the back of the house to Actually, yeah, I do remember I had to put on... I put on a, a jetpack one time to get up to talk to him, yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I've never played with those jetpacks. That seems like something I should try to do eventually. There's still so much to this game I haven't even messed around with. Jetpack is yeah. awesome. Yeah. You, but it's I put a, a power armor thing. There's no, like, just regular armor jetpack, right? You have to do power armor. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still, there are so many different things uh, that I also haven't touched, which I feel like the round tables really give uh, me, or rather force me to try, you know, a different angle, a different uh, this or that. Like right now, I'm trying to keep everyone happy 
in uh, Far Harbor, even though that's not true to my character, because my character is kind of like, you know what, screw you, um, I'll answer sarcastically, and I like, you know, cute kids, and I like cats and dogs and whatever, but uh, <laughs> when it comes to people and their drama and way too many complex problems that can be solved by just chilling the F out, it, but at this point, like, I just can't stop myself from being myself. I'm like, no, can everyone just get along? Can we, we can work this out, guys. Let's just watch some Sesame Street and we'll figure out how to communicate and learn about sharing and all of that. <laughs> um, and it's really making things difficult for me. <laughs> We've got a couple more questions. One from... Yeah. Uh, Roy Speakman on, hey, on the Facebook group. He goes, Overseer's Guardian. Proper Ooh. good gun, or does it make the game easy for lesser players? What What is the Overseer's Guardian? Who's got a, the stats? It's a purchasable there? weapon in Vault 81, I believe. Um, Vault 81, is that the one with the, the cat? Yeah. Okay. You have to buy with, it. With, uh... um, it's a, it's a. I don't know if it's silenced, but it's a, it's a scoped rifle, I think. Mm. It's sold right. as either a short-barreled or long-barreled combat rifle. Combat rifle. Okay. So it's so a two-shot. Oh, that's what it does. It does, it has an extra projectile. That's awesome. Oh yeah, that's nice. Where do you get that? In Vault Eighty-One. Good to know. I don't think I've been there yet. Uh, and I don't know if I have that that weapon or not. Yeah, I'm still so far behind in so many aspects of this game, <laughs> let alone completing the main quest. Well, that's 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 the thing. It's so big that yeah, each one of us is has you know has there's places that we haven't been and everybody else has been or whatever. It's, it's mm -hmm. like, yeah. By the way, I've just been reading up a little bit on this business of the autosaves, and in fact. Um, survival mode did not kill all the autosaves. There are certain oh. plot points that still include autosaves. Ooh. So that must so, be what it is. There's very yeah, few. Good find. It was before a boss fight, so that would yes, make sense. Exactly. That's, hmm. that's where some of them are left, uh, or right after a boss fight, or whatever, just before, yeah. So that way, yeah, you don't make it all the way to the top of Trinity Tower and forget to save or <laughs> sleep somewhere, and yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, it, I couldn't find a list of the ones that are left, but there, there are. It does seem that there are. Nice, that's good. Uh, well, in reply to Roy's uh, question, Patrick says that he uh, he likes the Overseer's Guardian, but the spray and pray is also a good way to go. Does yeah. that have a similar effect? Does it have the extra shot as well? Uh, I'm not. I've that's one I've actually seen. I think that that one traveling gun salesman sells that one. Cricket. I think Cricket sells that one. Yeah, it's a unique weapon. Uh, it's a legendary one. I remember that. Let me see here. It's a submachine gun sold by Cricket. Yeah. And uh, let's see. It does 34 damage, uses 43 AP, fire rate of 127, range 77, accuracy 69. So, so is yeah. it the explosive one or the extra projectile one? It has the explosive effect. Oh, that's the I love that one. Yeah. My new favorite weapon in the game. Um, I don't even remember what it's called, but I picked it up on Far Harbor. It's a radium rifle, 
that has the explosive effect on it. So it does like 130 regular explosive damage and then 130 uh, radiation damage as well. Wow. Which, which is a really nice rifle. Um, it doesn't That's do you a ton of good actually on the island because so many things have radiation resistance. <laughs> yeah. But against people, any any humans, like any trappers or anything, it, it's a wonderful little rifle. Mm. Uh, speaking of weapons, there are actually two vendors within Acadia, and each one has a special item. Uh, and one of them is a uh, legendary uh, flamer, a uh, flamethrower. Mm. You like called... those those big guns? I've never tried the flamethrower, actually. Speaks good. Um, I've never tried them, but this one kind of tempts me. It's called Sergeant Ash. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's got a 20% chance to cripple the target's leg, and it's you know only 1,319 caps. But I'm much more interested in a, a chess piece. Damn, that's it's, expensive. Yeah, you want to hear expensive? Twenty-six thousand five hundred seventeen caps for this recon marine chest piece, um, and it reduces damage while standing or not moving by fifteen percent. And it's got like fifty-two defense, fifty-one electric defense, ten rad resist, and, and that just sounds a little overpriced to me. It like is. Early. It is very overpriced, but I feel like it's a good like starting point to build on in the weapons or the armor workshop. And I'm just ah. And you it, could probably beef that up a lot, though, if exactly. you have the armor perk and stuff. Which I hey, do. I'm not sure where I picked it up, but I know I picked it up on Far Harbor, but the, the Kiloton radium rifle is the one I'm using. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, oh, the, yeah. it's the radium rifle with the explosive effect. Hmm. I've been using that a lot. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> it's like my shotgun, right? Okay, so I used to have the shotgun with the explosive effect, and that was just you could mow waves of people down. It was the best thing to fight ghouls with. It's wonderful. But you couldn't fight close range with it because you'd blow yourself up half the time with the shotgun. This rifle has an amazing range of over 200 and some compared to the shotgun, which is like you know, 12 or something. So the range makes it explode far, far away, which is much better than the shotgun, which explodes in your face and kills you half the time. Yeah, yeah. But is, isn't it worth it? Isn't it worth the risk? Oh, it's, it's fun. I've been uh, hoarding shotgun shells because I'm going to... I just love doing the shotgun run every once in a while. And just, But yeah, I melt through those, especially when you get the automatic combat shotgun with the, the, the large capacity mm-hmm. clip or whatever. It's just mowing through ammunition like crazy yeah yeah <sighs> oh man uh, do we have any other emails or uh thoughts to get into here? we have uh, two more from colin if you Are you kidding me? <laughs> no i'm not all right what does colin say uh with the understanding that everybody's playthroughs will differ slightly what's the name of the bad guy in the new star wars movies what? <laughs> the answer you're looking for Thanks, is the, the Care Bears. The Care Bears. The Care Bears. That's the answer he's looking the, for. The the bad guys of the new Star Wars movie. Yes, yes they are. Uh, and I then, believe it. <laughs> and oh. The next one is if Fallout Four is based in Boston and Fallout Three was based in Washington, then why won't Michael and Andrew play ESO anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because ESO isn't Skyrim with friends. 
That's why I don't play it. That's what I was hoping for, and I didn't get that. Colin is not afraid to ask the hard-hitting questions. He's digging he sure deep. Isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I think I think that's pretty much everything. I mean, Dennis also had one that said if fewer players had mods uh, for some time, what could you not live without? But I don't think any one of us really... I think we might have covered that already. Yeah, I'm, um, I, just throw out a couple, Victor, um, that you're not definitely sure that there will be ready for consoles, but that you suggest that every console person maybe go out and just check out a couple of really great mods. Oh God! Uh, Just off the top of your head, give me a, a second to prep for that so I can pop up my uh, mod manager here. Hold on a second while it loads. No, you're, well, you're, you're fine. Yeah, while he's doing um, that, uh, why did you build uh, that tower, Andrew? <laughs> it, didn't you post a picture of it on the Facebook group? <laughs> yeah, I did. I posted a picture of it. It's a f- it's 14 stories from where it is, but if I had done it on the beach, I could have gotten 17 stories, which is way taller than any of the other locations I found on the mainland. And over at uh, Dalton Farm, you can go 17 stories high. Wow. From the beach. So there's actually a height limit. Yeah, uh, there's a vertical height limit at all the locations. I've I've definitely built to try to find the height limit at pretty much every every place yeah. that I build. Um, I build these really dumb towers. You should have said, I, I dismantled a horrible-looking uh, platform tower earlier this morning. And if you've ever seen the one that I built first, oh, it's just a big ring around. Uh, all I did was build stairways up of, off the red rocket as high as they would go, and then like a platform or like a, a a catwalk around <laughs> the, the whole exterior of how far out you could build, and it was the dumbest looking thing ever. And I'm just I'm slowly but surely learning how to use the game to build. I think my my building's getting a, at least a little bit better now. Have you built my, anything on Spectacle Island? I, I have not I heard, built anything there. I think really. I heard that that one is the has the highest limit. Oh yeah. We'll it's this big it island in the southeastern corner. Yeah, of the it's map. like loaded with death claws and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. I actually... Go ahead. But I think there's a mission that takes you there or something, and you can activate something that drives them away. Oh, okay. So you can make it safe by doing something. Yeah, Spectacle Island. I remember that being really. I don't think really I cool yet in hundreds of hours actually been to Spectacle Island. So everyone kept warning me to prepare myself before going. So it, I, I waited a while before I went. <laughs> so um, mods. Um, yes. Okay. Again, I don't know I how got, many. I got my pin out. Well, I don't know if, <laughs> how many of these are available on console, but, but yeah, that's uh, the warning here. We'll, we'll right. give a we'll give a, a warning. These probably uh, so or might not be available. And my one of my favorite little sort of cute touches mods is Bobble Girls. That's that's a lot of fun. Doesn't um, uh, cost anything or add anything or change anything in the game, except it makes all the bobbleheads into girls instead of guys. That's funny. That's um, cute. Which is nice. Um, there's a really cool mod that. I'll bet is going to end up on console if it isn't already, uh, and that is craftable ammo. Um, it's very lore friendly. It's excellent, and it allows you to actually make your own ammo. Um, nice. 
So that's that's a really highly recommended mod. Um, mm. Let's see what else. Um, oh, basement living is the one I was trying to think of before, which allows you to build uh, sort of bomb shelters and on um, various settlements. Um, Are those predetermined, or can you do them at each I settlement? I think there's only a few of them, and I, okay. I don't I don't remember. I've only built one, and that was at Sanctuary Hills. That's the obvious place, and I don't mm -hmm. think they're available at every single one. Okay. And you can't build more than one, if I remember correctly. Once you, if you go so to another settlement <laughs> and build one, it it negates the one that was back where you were. So yeah. Um, How about you can transfer it to a new location? I guess so, something like that, um, so that it's not too OP. Uh, let's see. Um, there's some UI mods again. I don't know if they're really available yet. Campsite is good. Everybody's talked about that. Um, Northland Diggers. I don't know if that's going to make it to consoles or not. It allows you to build a lot more sort of vendor stations, but they're much more specialized. Uh, everything from casket builders to Ooh. you know carrot pickers and stuff. It's pretty. Oh, it's that pretty sounds expensive. nice. So Northland Diggers is, is a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to pick ones that aren't huge in terms of you know size, like texture you have mods. Any, yeah, I was like going to say, are there texture mods that aren't huge? I, is no, there, is there really. a small not water? Good ones, no, no. And honestly, you know, something, the game is really good looking as it is, so yeah. it doesn't really need a lot of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, Try. I mean, there's a couple of other ones that may or may not work on consoles. True Storms, uh, another great uh, mod that has actually spanned both Skyrim and Fallout 4 and Fallout 3, I think. Um, but that's available. You were saying that's... weather mods are not as big as like. Well, in size-wise, but they they do require a fair amount of scripting. So I don't know how much is you know. What's, but anyway, look look for True Storms if if, uh, if okay. you can find it. Darker Nights, that's another one uh, that's an environmental mod that doesn't have a lot of space requirements, uh, but just makes nights, surprisingly enough, it makes nights darker. Uh, <laughs> and uh, um, Which can be quite uh, disturbing. <laughs> if you've never played one of these games with lighting mods like that active. No, I haven't. That'll be fun. Uh, it can be quite, yeah, uh, scary. Um, you literally cannot see where you're going if you really... And the, the, all of these mods have levels you can choose, you know, uh, super dark or just medium dark or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so those are two good ones to, to look for. Um, and uh, then there's lots of, you know, like, cool backpack and pouch mods. I think those are perfectly valid sort of lore-friendly ways to increase your your weight limit, um, you know, by... Or, or to somehow explain pounds. how you can carry 300 pounds. <laughs> well, yes. No. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah. Um, so those are a few suggestions. I, I know uh, Dennis had, has used uh, Beantown Interiors, which is, is cool, and he's showcased that a couple times, uh, so that's worth looking up. Um, there were, and I was going to, uh, <laughs> I won't, uh, criticize her too much, uh, in terms of her behavior. I, I think she's, Eleonora is one of the best, uh, modders, either Skyrim or, uh, Fallout for player homes and 
clothing and stuff like that. She's really talented, but she's a notorious crank. And <laughs> when when she is, I mean, you, you just watch her vi YouTube videos, and I, I'm not telling any tales out of school. She's just very cranky. Um, but uh, and when this whole mod drama hit, she pulled all of her interior mods off off the the Fallout Nexus, which is really too bad because mm -hmm. they're really really good. Um, so if they're back up, uh, I would look up anything she's done. She's very talented. And Say her name again, please. Eleonora, E-L-I-A-N-O-R-A. -A uh, and uh, um, and if you're looking for Skyrim mods, she's just done some superb player homes for Skyrim, too. Uh, so if any of her uh, series of interiors, I think she had done one for the Railroad. She did one for the Pridwen. She did one for the Red Rocket near Sanctuary. Um, and nice. then they got they got stolen and re-uploaded by others, and she she got pissed off and <sighs> Come pulled on, them all people. off. Can't we all just uh, get along? Yeah, I know. Hey, if I want to build um, a settlement with materials found in the institute, do you have a suggestion for that? Have you run across one of those? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't really quite follow what you wanted to like do. An, uh, for the look. And so yeah, oh, yeah, so your building materials are instituted. Yeah, yeah, no, I was avoiding those. Garbage. I was, I was avoiding those because I don't know if, how much of that's available. Yeah, there's tons of them. There's one called Homemaker, um, which offers a lot of institute assets as well as BOS assets and everything else. Uh, there's one called, uh, well, let's see, the SSEX one may or may not. I don't know if that's. Yeah, just a homemaker. That's that's one of them. Okay. Um, um, Snap and build is another one that's available on PC. I don't know if that's going to be uh, available on consoles or not. That also includes a lot of institute assets. Okay. Uh, cool. So there's a couple to look for. Hey, uh, speaking of building, you guys might think that. Andrew, there's no way that you cannot know this by now. This is such an obvious answer, and you're really dumb for asking this question right now, but please just bear with me for a second. When I'm in build mode and I go up and highlight an item before I scrap it, sometimes it is white, sometimes it is green, and sometimes it is red. I assume usually it means if something is in red, it means um, this belongs to someone and you shouldn't steal it or something so uh is do you guys know what those colors mean i'm not sure there's yellow also there's yellow also what is what do those mean casey i don't know are you serious <laughs> thank god oh thank I, god i, I, well, no, I, I, gonna... I, I scrap everything regardless of the color okay cause yeah, I, I feel no. like should i not scrap this it's in red oh my gosh it's red does someone own this lamp post that's a great way to steal without getting people angry with you scrap it yeah <laughs> yeah does so does anyone know what the different color codes mean victor have you well when you're when you say scrapping are you talking about within the settlements right only in the settlements when i'm in build mode and i highlight an object you know the outline is highlighted of whatever right. object or person or animal I've only seen green and yellow. Yellow for me is usually when something is just like busted. Like you can't move it. You your only option is to either leave it there or to scrap it. Yeah, yellow is like fallen trees, and it might just be junk. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then white or green, I think might be. Well, the white is 
Yeah, but isn't white just well? White is a is a a usable object that you can move. Like for instance, the chem station that's behind the house down there. You can pick it up and move it. Yeah. You can pick it up and move it. You can also scrap it, but you really wouldn't want to do that. You don't that. want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Store uh, it maybe, but yeah. Don't so yeah, so white means you can pick it up and move it. Okay. Thank you. Um, Green, red, and yellow are those different levels of. Messing, don't mess with this thing. I don't know. Yeah, so that's it's true. Uh, Casey said that the, the I guess like trees and ground stuff is all yellow, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Fence posts are. I don't even remember. Well, fences are all movable. Too, and white. They're, they're usable they're white, objects. Yeah. 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 And reds. I don't know. This is so weird because for me they show up like fences show up as green. Uh, and I don't think I've seen the white yet. Like I, I've moved workbenches and whatnot, but I've and never. Maybe just where you have green? your pit boy colors set. Yeah, they're they're just green. So oh, my pit boy colors are white. Your pit boy yeah, colors are green. Too. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so that definitely has something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate uh, that green. That doesn't so explain I, I the red my... though to me. I still need to figure that out. Well, red maybe means it's in use and you shouldn't scrap it, but we're going to let you anyway because you're dumb. Maybe. <laughs> so if, like, I have a settler assigned to picking corn and I accidentally highlight that corn, it would be red because it is uh, an asset being used in the game. That makes but sense. But it would still yeah. let me scrap it anyway. Mayhaps. Okay. If anyone out there knows, please send us Let a tweet. Let me know. I feel like send a dummy. A, yeah, send us a tweet. Send us a, an email. Uh, catch us on uh, Facebook. Just just let us know. We need Look, to know. Hit us up on Snapchat. Fine, uh, <laughs> you know. The, the pictogram. What's it called? Instagram. In, Instagram. <laughs> pictogram. <laughs> I'm gonna call See how with it and hip I am. I'm an old yeah. man over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, like Snapchat and Vine are probably already out. Are they? Uh, yeah. There isn't there one toast. called Parachute? Is that the latest one or something like that? Oh, sweet. I, I, Victor I is on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Uh man. Oh, um, last podcast uh, we were mentioning blight the bioluminescent fungus mm-hmm. and we were like oh we don't know what that goes to it goes to a food recipe needed uh, and it goes with the rad rabbits you Ooh, yeah like you a stew or something huh you make skewers rabbit skewers Ooh, nice mm, delicious mm. i i did set up a rabbit trap at my farm and I saw one the other day, and there's some chickens there, too. You can set up a chicken trap, too. I think these are all from that, that mod that I have, the special traps. But you can trap uh, rabbits and chickens. So I have a rabbit, chicken, and cat trap all set up right now. A cat trap? Cat trap. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Populate that place with cats. Yeah. I finally saw my first uh, rad chicken, or whatever it's called, and... <laughs> Did they explode or something? What? What's up I, with don't, them? I don't know, but it, it's a my the very first chicken I finally saw. I, I think we mentioned them on the. I think Casey said he'd seen them on the last podcast, and the very first one I see, I shoot immediately because it scared the living crap out of me. It's <laughs> like, ah, but at least I got so, some yes, drumsticks. They do <laughs> They do, yeah. but they give you delicious drumsticks. Oh, so you weren't joking. Like, That's cool. Yeah, it's dinner in a show. 
That's cute. <laughs> That's funny. Ah, oh, man. I don't think we have any other questions. Does anyone have any more input on Far Harbor or the DLCs? Or the fact that we are getting the virtual reality fallout? Oh, yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah, um, which... Which of us can uh, afford the virtual reality equipment? <laughs> well, there, it's coming. They are bringing it up for the Vive, I believe, is what it, they said at the at the press conference. Yeah. So Michael David that... made a humorous comment in the vein of, uh, "When will people realize that uh, VR is like 3D TVs?" Except <laughs> it really isn't. But it, I mean, it's it's a it's it it really isn't. I mean that that's amusing and, and yeah, it's, but but it's more than that. Well, I I know he, the technology is different. I think he I was just saying that you know it'll that's be a cool. Flash in the pan. With, yeah, yeah, flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. People won't. People will be super excited about it for you know a, a little bit, and there'll be a yeah. ton of press about it. But not that many consumers will end up actually purchasing the technology. Honestly, I think like that that. VR is probably going to have much, is going to be a lot longer lasting, but it will have to go through the to the second and third generation where it gets a lot cheaper before people really start to adopt mm-hmm. it. Man, I got so <laughs> pumped about virtual reality when that movie The Lawnmower Man came out. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? Yeah, oh, that was ago. excellent. Yeah, that was like thirty years ago now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, the technology just wasn't there. Um, yeah. But, it, but it is now. But it's incredible that it's been around for that long now. Yeah. So we'll yeah. be we'll be playing video games with holograms before too long, guys. Don't worry. There is one game for the Vive that I thought was really cool, which is not really a game so much as it is an art program where you can paint slash draw 3D images. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, it's somewhere on my Facebook. I'll have to find it and repost it. Then you can it hook it up your... to your 3D printer and print them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there, yeah, there's a couple of great videos of, of some pretty famous artists uh, using that, what you're talking about there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It just, like, okay, you're in a black room. I don't know if this is just the default setting or you can do other things, but you're just in a black space and you can do, like, this glowing paint kind of thing. So it just kind of looks uh, a little trippy. And uh, you can just do a whole bunch of different things with it. And I was like, that's that's what I would get excited about. I would get excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone remember the Oculus Rift? Like, I never hear about that anymore. Oh, yeah. That's, People were uh, pumped face- about that a few years ago, yeah? Well, no, it's Facebook bought it. It's, uh, it's very much alive. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, the Oculus, the, the Vive, and the PlayStation VR are the three sort of main players right now. Nice. Um, I remember someone having some conspiracy theory about the uh, Facebook purchase. I don't know. Like it was, this technology is going to have uh, kick singularity into high gear. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I worry about is 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 pushing that kind of stuff into your brain uh, for over a long period of time. Mm. I mean, there's already studies about you know blue light and. Too much, you know, glowing screens before bed and all that other stuff. I just yeah. wonder how how much, you know. Uh, yeah, I would one hundred. I one hundred percent put stock in the whole blue light uh, thing because I actually on my iPhone I can set it to uh, this certain setting where it turns the screen red 
uh, do a reddish hue and I will get sleepy a lot quicker looking yes. at my phone and reading on my phone uh, with the red light rather that's than really interesting. Yeah, it's uh, I I am a believer, man. Yeah, no, huh. that's very true. You're, wow. Uh, yeah. I'm also really bad about not blinking when I'm watching TV or <laughs> or reading on my phone or doing a computer game. <laughs> I'm really bad about that. Mesmerized. Yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> well, I cannot. Does anyone have a favorite uh, quest so far in Far Harbor or anything in the download content so far? I just like the poignant relationship that they're developing between Dima and Nick. I, yeah. I think that's very nice. To, so it, it is really, I know we keep saying it over and over, but take Nick with you, especially during, who cares if you're off with the, the children of Adam and or Far Harbor. But when you go to Acadia, take Nick with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I felt like a robot racist when I saw the um, the teaser trailer because I was like oh that's that's Nick when yeah, we saw totally. Dima for the first time and then whenever I whenever we get involved with the Dima storyline I'm like oh so I'm not a racist <laughs> <laughs> only kind of only kind of <laughs> well I mean he was in a series of, yeah. you know he, he realizes that He's like not one it, of the... the markings are even the same if you look close yeah but Dima does have a bunch of fuses and light bulbs and weird shit popping That's up out true. of him. So I was there at first, yeah, when I first saw the teaser, I was like, "Oh no, is that going to happen to Nick? I like oh, him the way Nick. he is." Yeah. <laughs> what do they do to you, buddy? So yes, it only turns out I'm slightly robot racist. How about you, Casey? Do you have a favorite um, aspect of Far Harbor yet, without getting too spoilery? Uh, surprisingly, I did like. Interacting with the children of Adam. Aren't they fun? When they're not shooting at you with gamma guns. <laughs> they they were never shooting at me and, and no, not in, no on the mainland. Oh, on the mainland, yeah. Can you befriend them in um, yeah. Far Harbor and have that affect your relationship? Have them call off the dogs on you in the mainland. That would be cool if that sort of affected it. I doubt it does, but that would be awesome if it did. I don't know if their communications go that far yeah. out. Yeah. I doubt it, but I thought they're... Well, uh... Diamond City Radio travels that far, you guys. It does. But you know what? I, Well, this doesn't make too much sense, but I found out why it is broadcast on the island. I found a radio tower where someone had hooked up a radio to another broadcast tower to broadcast it even further oh. onto, onto Far Harbor. So that answers that question. And there's a little note that you find on the floor underneath the desk. Like, I can't believe I did it. I successfully hooked up my little radio to this radio broadcasting tower. I'm so cool. Gee, did you think that they foresaw this uh, complaint from players? Yeah. Or they just dropped it in with this update the other day or something Uh... like that. Because I just found it. They probably like tired of people being like, it's not realistic. Let's let's drop a tongue-in-cheek note in the game, guys. (laughs) Oh man. Well, are is are there any closing thoughts? Uh Victor, I think you need to go ahead and, and purchase it. It's really fun. Oh I did already, yeah. Oh great, great. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. But... When you're no oh, you don't have to do now. it. You could you it might even be fun 
for your first time through to be your roundtable, just to take it really slow. Yeah, well, that's, enjoy, what, I, what, I, that's what I said. I'm, I'm just going to... That'll be fun. That's a good plan. For a while before yeah. I go back to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm still not lost any steam. I'm still loving Fallout 4. I'll play it probably straight up until the uh, the new special edition Skyrim release, I bet. <laughs> so we might lose you to the new Skyrim release. They're not going to lose me, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely, you know, have to do some sort of a new project, I think, for the uh, to celebrate. We'll have to see if I can do two at once. It'll be tough, but... <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. Yeah, for the fans. For the fans. The big question is, Kara, if we uh, do return to a Skyrim roundtable for celebration of the re-release of Skyrim, will you be playing Skyrim? Because you have never played it before, right? I've never played it before. Will you buy me a copy? I can. Yeah. We can figure something out. Yeah, let's too. do a fundraiser for buy Kara a copy. <laughs> buy Kara a copy of the special edition Skyrim. <laughs> you know do what? one of those fund websites. <laughs> You know what? I bet you if you pester people enough, it could, we could make it happen. Uh, do but do you, would you be interested in trying it? I think I would be. I really do. Nice. Okay. Sweet. And I do. I do have the money. I'm joking. It's just sometimes no, I get miserly. It's to have to buy the same game over and over again. This will be like the third or fourth time I bought it. But again, oh, I, wow. it gave me so many hours of, of fun that I don't mind. It's very time-consuming. Uh, oh yes. You think Fallout is a uh, a a wormhole? Skyrim's even worse. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. But I I bet you I'll get addicted just as easily as I did to Fallout. And and it'll be just as fun in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. And so I that I don't really have any other closing thoughts than um you know bring Nick along. Yeah. <laughs> Bring Nick, and he's got some clever quips for pretty much everything, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Longfellow's pretty fun. Take him out for a few few trips. He has uh, some quips about drinking and holes in his socks and stuff like that. He's pretty fun. Oh yeah, drunk drunk uncle. Like yeah, he he acts like a, <laughs> a yeah a sauced uncle, yeah, and yeah. and I kind of like that about him. Mm-hmm. Casey, do you have anything? Uh, let's see. Oh, I was going to ask if anyone else... Someone told me that there's a vault on the Fallout oh, yeah. Harbor Island. I, I read that somewhere. Where is that? What? I didn't what? come across it There's a vault on the island. I didn't find it at all. We're going to have to scour this island, guys. And I could look it up, but I kind of don't want to. Yeah. I, wanted to I wanted to stumble upon it. I, I'm glad you brought that up. That was something I wanted to talk about. I but read you would that think in... there would be a mission that would take you there, but there isn't. I'd... I don't think. There has to be somewhere. Well, 81 you kind of stumble into, I guess, right? You find the cat or whatever. Uh, But I bet you there's something that you just have to stumble upon and then it'll lead you there or... Well, you can look it up on the wiki, which I just did, but I won't say anything. Yeah, don't don't spoil it. I kind of want to stumble upon it if I can. There is a quest attached to it, I'll say that. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Yeah, I'm excited to try to find that, too. All sorts of stuff I still need to do. Uh, Victor, any closing thoughts? Nope, I think I've said my piece. Alright, well my closing thoughts are super excited about the additional DLC coming out, still super loving Far Harbor, still two thumbs up. I hope 
that I've heard rumors that the, these last three will be the last DLC mm -hmm. we see. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's just for a while. Like, even if it's like two years down the road, like, I'm just kind of. Well, you know, this is a lot of content. Three or four years down the road, they'll re release a special edition of Fallout 4 on the new Xbox S or whatever. You know? <laughs> so, like, whenever all that stuff happens, you know, there'll be a new edition and. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, that's true. So, but that'll just be a whole new experience. So, that's kind of nice. Well, uh, this will total six DLCs, which doubles what they did for Skyrim. So, kudos to to Bethesda for putting out six DLCs. Yeah, my only suggestion is next time don't release them so quickly. Let us chew on them. Let us two, enjoy them. Two months in between, not one every month. That's a little crazy. Yeah. I know that there are some uh, hardcore players out there, though, who just go just go through this content. Yeah, some like people it, burn through this stuff. I only stuff. get like 15, 20 minutes a day if I'm lucky <laughs> to, to play, and a couple hours on the weekend here and there. But Yeah. So for them, it, like, this is perfect. This is a perfect uh, path uh, pattern of release, and, yeah, and I yeah. think they've made a lot of... I don't think that they've been catered to before like this, so I think that probably... No, they, I bet you they appreciate it, yeah. Yeah, whether that was intentional or not, I mean, they did it. Hit them fast, hit them hard. Yep. Yeah. Um, I want to say thank you for all of the questions this week. It certainly really helped us uh, think more uh, about what we're doing and about different aspects of Fallout. So I have learned a lot in this yeah, it helps podcast. helps us uh, generate a little bit of uh, content, too. So thanks, guys, for writing in. Absolutely. And please write in some more. Yay. All right. Well, you can, again, find us uh, in, uh, via email, thefalloutfeed at gmail.com, on Twitter, at thefalloutfeed, on Twitch, ASA Podcasting, on the web, asapodcasting.com, and please join us in our Facebook group. We chat there all the time. It's called the Skyrim Attic Podcast and the Fallout Feed. All right, that does it for this week. Someone's already leaving, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they're gone. Later. So uh, <laughs> we will see you in the next podcast, see you in the wasteland, and thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good night. Bye, everybody. Hi, Andrew and the podcast crew. This is Pat from suburban Philadelphia again with a second and final update on my season one playthrough. I posted on the Facebook group that I've been a bit delinquent with my roundtable character due to being to being sucked in by the survival mode, but Andrew invited me to send in some feedback anyway, so here are a few things that I thought were okay to share for the podcast. First of all, for my roundtable character, I, I think the randomness of the build has caught up with me. I did okay through about level of thir level 30 or so with the Institute as my faction, but I hit a wall when Father slash Sean commanded me to kill the Brotherhood. Unfortunately, the combination of my assigned build with my playing ability means I'm really not prepared to kill all those Brotherhood dudes at the airport. I'm not stealthy enough to pick them off at, from a distance. I'm not broody enough to handle all those guys and BOS guys and power armor. I, I, I can take almost any one opponent in the game, I, and I'm, I'm playing on normal difficulty, you know, since this was pre-survival mode, but I just can't handle all those mass BOS guys there at the airport. So when I got to that mission, I, I stalled on it and, and tried it a couple times and just was not able to get through it. So I said, I'll take a break from the round table and I'll start a survival character. And, and here I am 47 levels later and I'm still working the survival guy. 
Uh, survival mode for me is really everything that, that Bethesda promised. The, the no fast travel requirement really pushes me to explore the map hardcore and, and take my time. And the nature of survival mode means that I, I really have to think through every move I want to do. So, you know, and every time I backslide and rush into a fight like, like I do in normal mode with quick save and everything else, I get my ass handed to me in a sling. Uh, and and, I, and I, frankly, I get frustrated a little bit when an hour of play is wasted due to a stupid mistake or, or a glitch or a crash. But overall, I'm really having a good time with survival mode. It's worth a lot. I, I haven't even really spent any time in Far Harbor because I'm, I'm spending so much time just exploring the, the standard map in, in, uh, in survival. So my survival character for me is a very standard build. High agility for, for good vats and good sneak. Uh, good intelligence for hacking and gun nut. And then and then and good charisma to work the settlements. I, I've got local leader too, and I'm doing a lot of uh, store building and uh, supply lines and everything else. So I've got a pretty good settlement network going. Uh, in terms of my, uh, my combat, I started out using spray and pray from Cricket. Uh, to deal out this nice explosive damage, and that really helped me get through the early levels as I as I got used to survival mode. Um, recently, I switched over to the overseer's guardian, overseer's guardian that you can pick up from Vault Eighty One from that shop. Um, that that's a really nice uh, forty-five caliber. Uh, I guess it's an assault rifle, combat rifle, whatever it is. Um, I've got it fully automatic with gun nut. I've got uh, all nice and silenced, so it works with uh, with the Sandman perk. Um, and that, that extra projectile is just really awesome. So they, you know, I've got you know I, I'm not I can't have a fifth dot in commando yet. I'm not quite to that level. I think I have to be 49. But I've got four dots in commando, max ninja, max sneak, max sandman. Uh, you know, so it really uh, that 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 gun sh- just really deals out the damage when I get in a sneak sneak attack. I don't even necessarily have to get a critical. I can I can one shot just about anything in the game if I get a sneak attack on it. And you know, so I've one shot at behemoths. I've one shot at glowing death claws, and it just it just works out really well with the play style that I enjoy. Um, so I use the I use that guardian for for the for the nasty big nasties. Um, you know, for for smaller things like like uh, ferals, uh, low level super mutants, and raiders, I'm using a wounding fully automatic 10 millimeter, which uh, does nice with with mass numbers. So that the guardian is good for for single big enemies, and the the automatic bleeding wounding 10 millimeter is great for for mass numbers of smaller things, you know, mole rats or dogs or whatever. So I've got a couple of good guns. I have a shotgun that I use every now and then, but but basically I find that the the uh, Overseer's Guardian and the, and the 10 millimeter really really do it for me. Uh, uh, I think another reason I'm liking the survival mode so much is I'm, I'm, I decided to play through with Brotherhood of Steel, which I had not done before. I was hoping I'd get a BOS character for the round table. That didn't work out. I got the Institute. Uh, so I'm, I'm working BOS now. Um, I'm, I'm, I decided I'm not going to... I, normally I like to go in and, and get friendly with the railroad and pick up the liver and pick up uh, ballistic fiber. But I said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it different. I'm going to play through. I'm not going to do the railroad. The only thing I've done with the railroad is the one mission where you have to go to them and get them to figure out the courser chip. Uh, so other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, ignoring them. Uh, just trying to play a little bit different. Uh, really go all in with the Brotherhood. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know, my, my, uh, my uh, uh, character concept is this guy is, is, uh, you know, completely anti-raider. He's just really disgusted by all humans who have, who have kind of gone over to the other side. He really hates sense, so he's all in with the Brotherhood. You know, death to raiders, death to sense. So, uh, you know, I'm doing stuff like, like you know, the, the synth that you rescue in the in the courser mission. I shot her in the head because. Because this guy's anti synth, so I, I, it's a little different play style. He's a little, a little more ruthless. 
uh, has no patience for raiders, no patience for synths, and is, is really all in with the Brotherhood. Uh, so I haven't gotten to the mission where I have to make a decision about what to do with dance yet. So that's going to be uh, kind of fun to see how, how I decide to play that out. Uh, so anyway, uh, this isn't long enough. It's probably already longer than you want to include on the podcast. But 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 big thank you to the podcast group. You know, the, the podcast is always a lot of fun, and the roundtable really adds a nice level of interest. Uh, definitely count me in for season two. Look forward to to playing through some of the DLC in in season two of the roundtable. And uh, uh, thanks again, guys. Love love the podcast. It's a great little addition to to uh, to the to the Fallout experience. And I will see you in the wasteland. Cheers. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com where you will find the Fallout feed, a Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland.